0: V'kut ha'siches <laughs> chev v'kaf aluf. Parshat Tetzabe sicha aluf. Regarding Parshat Tetzabe, stated in Balatourim regards to Parshat Tetzabe, it's written in the Balatourim. And thus is the Einzig said that Misha Shneidel This is the very, the only Sedra from the time that Moshe Rabbeinu was born, in Belche as the month of Moshe Rabbeinu. From when Moshe Rabbeinu was born until the end of the Torah. Every single parsha has Moshe Rabbeinu's name except for at uh, parsha Tetzaveh. Ad misar, ad mishna Torah, actually until uh, Dvarim. And the time of them is, and the reason for this is, while Moshe had gezacked, Moshe Rabbeinu had said to Hashem, "If you don't forgive the Yidden for the sin of the eagle, then erase me from the Torah, which you from the Sefer, meaning the Torah that you wrote." chacham and the curse of a of a sage of a chacham, even if he makes a condition, he says if so and so doesn't happen, then this should happen. So even if that thing did happen, like in the case where Hashem did forgive the Eden for the Chateigel, still the condition remains, not the condition, the curse remains is das Nisgayim geworden in der Seder so therefore Moshe Rabbeinu having said he raced me from the Torah actually became fulfilled in this Seder because his name doesn't appear in the Seder Jedr inye um prat in Torah is bediyuk since everything everything that's found in the Torah even down to the last detail is very very specific and accurate darf men sagen therefore we have to say das was darf parsha Tzhaber so is Geklybim geworden why is it that it was specifically at the uh, Parsha Tetzavah that was chosen as in ears that it's in this Parsha that this thing that Moshe Rabbeinu said erase me from your Sefer should be fulfilled in this Parsha why was Parsha Tetzavah chosen? when did Moshe Rabbe? where is it written that Moshe Rabbeinu said Erased me from sefer, where Moshe Rabbeinu was pleading with Hashem over the sin of the eagle, and all this is related in Parsha Kisisa, which is after Parsha Tsava. Mer it would seem that it would be more appropriate that this thing should be brought out, this idea should be brought out. Which idea? As Amir is Meshis that what Moshe Rabbeinu said, even though he had made it conditional on not, the Jews not being forgiven, and Hashem did forgive the Jews, but it's still going to be fulfilled. So it's going to be fulfilled in Eino from the seders, it would seem that where should you, uh, which, what kind of a seder, which kind of a seder should be chosen that ha- Moshe Rabbeinu's name should be left out of in order to, for the Torah to teach the lesson that because Moshe Rabbeinu said raised me, in, it's going to be fulfilled at least in one sedra. where would it make sense that it should be after we know that Moshe Rabbeinu said it, now is a good time to bring that lesson to our attention but it's actually brought in a sedra before we even know that he said mechenin hamesifrach so then why is it brought in which precedes Moshe Rabbeinu even having said it or at least we don't know that he said it until next Parsha the reason must be because there is something about the Parsha Tetzave which lends itself to the idea that Moshe Rabbeinu should be left out of it his name should be left out of it so we have to understand what's the connection between Moshe Rabbeinu having said, erase me from the Torah what's, how is it connected in any way to Parashat Tzavah? what is the uh, themes? what is related in Pashat Tzavah? first of all, the mitzvah of lighting the menorah. as Big the making of the different garments that the Kayanim wore during their service, their Aved in the Beis HaMikdash. Chinuch Arnavon, the training of Aaron and his sons in all the work and all the Aved that has to be done in the Beis HaMikdash. Unasiyus Mizvach and also the making of the Mizbeach that was dedicated to the burning of the Akteiris or the incense. Those are the four things that are related in the Tzava. So what's the connection with all that With the idea that Moshe Rabbeinu is, we're going to fulfill, Hashem is going to fulfill Moshe Rabbeinu's declaration, erase me from your Torah, in this parsha. Beis, we also have to understand, the in them was loy Moshe baza seder, This idea that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't mentioned in this sedra in Ba'atat tetzavet, is nisht as dor it doesn't mean to say that in Parsha Tetzaveh, there's no discussion of Moshe Rabbeinu. Not at all. Nor as when as vet nishdoman The only thing it means is that his name is not mentioned in this Parsha. But in the sedra that's in the sedra does talk about Moshe Rabbeinu. And in not only once or twice, in many psukim it mentions, it talks about Moshe only doesn't mention him by name Nochmer. and even more the ashgalus has said that at the very beginning of the sedra un shema said that the name by which this sedra is known which is va'atat ha'zavat was mirames kiddu and we know that the name um, it it carries the theme of the sedra va'atat ha'zavat which is in this this parsha is called va'atat ha'zavat But sizig darfke who is Atatatsava talking about? Atta means Meshia, you. You means Meshia. Um, so, in other words, the very name of the Sedra is talking about Meshia. Um, even more, when we say and you referring to Meshia, so the Kliyakar says that this means that this is something that comes from your very essence is describing it It talks about Moshe expressing his very essence and through this connecting the Yidin with Hashem Tetzava means to connect and we know that the essence of a person is Tifer and Darge in mention is deeper and higher than that level in that person the essence of a person goes deeper than his name why so? Yonif Hashem is what is the idea of a name? it's in order as why does a person have a name? others need to use my name in order to call me or to refer to me the person himself doesn't need his name he relates to himself not by his name but by relating to himself so the name is primarily for others to be able to relate to me mentioned, but the essence of a person is my core essence is not something that I, that others relate to my core essence my core essence is much deeper than what other people relate to and therefore my core essence must be a deeper level within me than my name because my name is primarily is for the purpose of others to relate to me and they don't relate to my essence, so therefore the name, it doesn't reach to the essence. In other words, So according to this, it comes out as other To the contrary, the aifin is es The macheni. How did Hashem bring about this? I will erase you from one parsha. As Moshe over here is not mentioned by name, but how is he referred to as Va'ata Tetzava? That's referring to Moshe, as we said. So when you call, we talk about Moshe, Rabbeinu and you say Va'ata, which Goliath says means your essence. So, Moshe Rabbeinu's essence is being referred to in this Parsha. Not only referred to in this Parsha, but it's so integral to the Parsha that the name of the Parsha is Vata Tetzave. So, not only is he mentioned, it's talking about his essence in this Parsha. Not his name. His name is something external. It's talking about his essence. So, how do you, you call that he was erased from the Parsha? We're, we're referencing his very essence so we'll understand this by first explaining In we have to understand what it is about what's so unique, what was it that Moshe Rabbeinu was asking erase me from your Sefer that you wrote and Rashi says that what this means is Moshe Rabbeinu was saying take my name my, my name out take me out of the entire taira. What was Moshe Rabbeinu saying? In Yannashal, Moshe is Torah, and the question becomes: We have to understand this because Moshe Rabbeinu is defined by the Torah. As <laughs> sages tell us, as Torah in the that the Torah was called it's called Torahs Moshe, the Torah of Moshe, so that the whole Torah carries Moshe's name. Moshe, and the reason is while because Moshe gave his life. For the Torah, the fun is for And from this we understand as the So then we understand that when Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Erase me from your Torah," and Rashi says that it means from the entire Torah, on the this is something that touches his very essence. He is defined by Torah his essence, So his essence is uh, is integral, integrally linked to Torah. So when he says, "Take me out of the Torah," this is something you're taking something which is essential to Moshe and removing it from him. When Salib was sich Moshe then what was Moshe trying to defend? Who was he trying to defend by making this threat? Take me out of the Torah. Als Paul nach Aparo eingefangen he did this in order to bring Hashem to forgive those who who sinned by worshipping the eagle. Das Gatteigel is a gatte ghamer the sin of the eagle was one of the most serious sins possible because als al shfada deqtaimoz un un zeir einshim seine verbunden mit gatteigel so much so that we say that all the later sins that are committed throughout the generations and the punishments for them the penalties for them are all linked to the Chet HaEgel they all go back to the Chet HaEgel as the pasuk says will be and in the day that I remember I will. that's when I will punish them for their sins in other words it always goes back to Hashem remembering the sin of the Egel so the sin of the eagle is such a serious sin, is tamua. So we have to understand How could it be, as Moshe Zol Einstein says that Moshe should risk his that which defines him as a person, as Moshe Rabbeinu and his, what defines him, his connection to Torah, and what he's risking all that for the tale Eden for that small segment of Yidden that sinned in the worshipping of the eagle, the eagle, including those who made it they, did, they acted in contra, they contravened what it says what Hashem said to them only days earlier or weeks earlier that you shouldn't make you shouldn't worship any other god you shouldn't make a pestle a, a form of an animal and so on and there they did all that they <coughs> sinned against all that by making the egel just uh, a few weeks after Hashem had told them directly not to do it. In So these Yidin were completely disconnected. They disconnected them- themselves from the Torah, And it's these people that Moshe Robin is trying to defend. And how does he defend them? By risking his whole connection to Torah? we also have to understand. What, is he, what does he mean by that he says he says if you don't forgive them, erase me from the entire Torah what's the connection between those, these two things it's not an empty threat it's not something disconnected there must be a link between Moshe, what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, forgive them or remove me from the Torah. Why? Why is that the response to Hashem's not willing to forgive the Yidin for the eagle? He's saying that if Hashem is unwilling to forgive the Yidin for the sin of the from Torah, so erase me from the Torah. Why is that a result? Rashi is mevair so Rashi explains this as the myth that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to. He was trying to make sure that what I don't want them to say about me in the future. They'll say about me about Moshe Rabbeinu. I was not able to 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 bring out Hashem's compassion for them. I don't want them to say that about me. About so, the pirush. the pirush. So in other words, that's why he said, so take me out of it altogether. My name shouldn't come up. I'm out of it, so that they won't say, yeah, big shot, he wasn't even able to defend the Yidden that sinned in the eagle.'" But uh, that doesn't, you know, the Pirish is L'cha'ir and Nizglatik, but it's difficult to understand this Rashi. But from Pasuk is mashma because from the way the Pasuk is written, it seems, because it seems from the way Moshe Rabbeinu was saying it, that not that, you know, if you're not going to forgive them, then I need to be out of it because I need to defend myself. It seems that he was trying to get Hashem to forgive them. This was his way of convincing Hashem to forgive them not that he wanted to make sure that he's protected. I took care of myself. At least they won't speak ill of me. It doesn't seem that way. And another thing, which is of course much more essential to this discussion. If what's at stake is that Hashem will not forgive them for their sin the great sin so then if that's at stake is this what Moshe Rabbeinu is thinking about Moshe Rabbeinu who is the faithful shepherd of the Jewish people that's what he's thinking about what are they going to say about me we're talking about an existential thing for the yidn. Hashem is unwilling to forgive them for this terrible sin And Moshe Rabbeinu is thinking about his own, you know, what are they going to say about me in the future? That doesn't seem to flow from Moshe Rabbeinu. So we have to understand, what is the link between if you don't forget him for the eagle, then take me out of the safe, the Torah. Talat, the birbaz, the explanation is, Moshe Rabbeinu is one with the yid. They're inseparable. There's, there's no way that you can disconnect Moshe Rabbeinu from the Yidden, not as a group, as a whole, as a, a community, and not from the individual either. Rashi, as Rashi says, Moshe who Yisrael, is the Yidin, and the Yidin are Moshe. It's all what they're one. And that's the reason that when the yidn sinned with the eagle, it also brought Moshe down. Kemaim Khazal, as our sages tell us, in Pasuk, in regards to the Pasuk where Hashem said to Moshe, Lech Reid, go down from the mountain. He said, Go down to the mountain, your people have sinned. They made a, an eagle. So the chazal say that it says, Raid Mikdulasha, come down from your greatness. You, you're, Hashem was demoting him from his greatness <laughs> so we have to understand why that is Moshe had no connection at all to the sin of the eagle. a in Egel not even that you could blame him why didn't you interfere why didn't you tell them why didn't you rebuke them why didn't you stop them you can't even say that about Moshe what is the because he was then up on the Mount Sinai first of all, geographically he was not there he was up on the mountain, not in the community especially if we look at being on the mountain as his spiritual state in other words, he was completely removed from something like that to what was going on in the community then spiritually speaking he was in the heavens spiritually speaking so he was completely disconnected from that. So he had no connection to it at all. So then, why did Hashem say, "You go down, you're demoted because the Yidden sinned with the eagle"? Why should he be demoted? Nor, but the reason is is the reason is because Moshe is one with the Yidden, and therefore Gedullos and known as ein mit He was given greatness because of the Yidden. And His greatness stems from the greatness of the Yidden. His greatness is linked to the greatness of the Yidden, to the standing that they had. So therefore, when the Yidden went down in their status that automatically drags Moshe down in his status because his greatness comes from within the Yidin they're all linked together when the Yidin are great, he's great the Yidin sink, he also sinks and this is what the uh, the point is Moshe Rabbeinu's connection and unity, oneness with the Yidin is even more essential to him than his connection to Torah. That's who we what really defines him, even more than the Torah. Just like we find, by the connection, the unity, the oneness, that the Yidden have with Hashem. Even though we say, that the Torah and Hashem are one, so Hashem is inextricably linked with the Torah, and this explains or and that's the interpretation of what our sages tell us, Anno that the word Anoichi, the very first word of the ten of the Asiras Adibris, which is Anoichi, is an acronym of of the words Anno nafshi I, says Hashem. My soul, my essence, I wrote it, wrote it on the Ten Commandments in the Torah, and Yehobis, and I have handed it to you. I have handed myself my uh, own essence. I've handed it to the Yidden through the Torah. As the had Hashem, He wrote His own essence in und in Torah, and He handed it over to the Yidden in the Torah. So the Torah is linked with the essence of Hashem. Von deswegen even so, is the tzachtos in Yidden mit mit kutshe berichu still the connection that exists between the Yidden and Hashem is even higher and deeper than his connection to Torah and as our sages tell us, that the Yidden came before the Torah, what that means is that they are, it doesn't mean in time what it means is that they come, they're a step above the Torah, meaning they're a step closer to the essence of Hashem than the Torah and in a similar way, and actually as a result of this, because this is the connection, the relationship between Hashem and the Yidin, that his relationship with the Yidin transcends his relationship with Tair. that's why the Nasiyah Yisrael, their relationship is also defined in the same way. As by Nasiyah thus Dair, Losh Beloshen Rashi, Nasi Dair, and Kachola and as Rashi says about the Nasi of the generation, that the Nasi of the generation is like the whole generation. He is, represents the Yidin. He himself is like a representation of the Yidin. Therefore, their connection, their oneness with their people, with the Yidin of the Nasi Eadar, of their generation, is transcends even their connection, their oneness with Taira. Which is the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu's connection to the Yidin is even greater than his connection to Torah, even though the Torah certainly defines Moshe Rabbeinu. But the, the Yidin define him even more, even more deeply. When by Tzadikim and the same is true by Tzadikim in general, because Tzadikim are similar to their Creator, Tzadikim represent, a, they, they live their lives in accordance with the way Hashem's relationships happen. Even though they are completely dedicated, they they put themselves into the Torah fully. The Torah that they learn, especially those things, the novel things that they bring to the Torah, those things that they add to the Torah, certainly they're very much invested in that but this cannot be compared to their to their oneness with the Yidden especially those Yidden which are connected to them which are in other words manifestly connected to them of course every year is connected to the tzaddik or the Tzadik Ador but those who have a uh, a manifest connection to them, certainly that that is expressed even more and therefore they uh, because those people are connected to them, therefore they they carry a bear a greater responsibility for those people as the Pasuk says the or as the Halacha says that the poor people of your city are your responsibility before the poor people of another city, in other words, the people that you're you are involved with you you have a first responsibility to them Bani like the person's children or the person's students also as the pasuk says the people that they created that they brought about, that they connected to Hashem they have a greater connection to them so certainly for them their connection to the people to their people is even greater than their connection to their Torah hey Das is the beer. and this is also the explanation of Akoshas Moshe. Why Moshe Rabbeinu said, erase me from your sefer." In the on time eingestellt, and that's the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu said, and he risked his integral connection to Torah over. His connection, his defense, because of the defense of even those people that's, that worship the Eidol. Bibal does these Sachdus for Meshur mit Yidn. Is no Chechafa Zaini Sachdus mit Tayre sins. Meshur Rabbin is unity with Yidn. Oneness with Yidn is even more than his oneness connection to Tayre, the Far, is the Tetzah, the Fungivend in Beidin and that's why the result of it expressed itself in both these matters. Number one, that first of all, his dedication to the level of mesirut nefesh for Yidden comes bef- is even greater than his dedication to Torah than his mesirut nefesh to Torah. in as similar to what it says in the the Magen Misharim is Rabbi Yosef Karo's description of all the interactions that he had with the Malach, the angel that came to teach him so he says there that Rabbi Yosef Karo, the Rabbi Yosef was supposed to it was written for him that he should die, Al Kiddush Hashem he would have the great merit of dying Al Kiddush Hashem for some reason when he was penalized and for some reason for whatever happened he wasn't given that merit it was taken away in other words and now let's look at it if the Beis Yosef would have died he wouldn't have had the opportunity to to write his entire Shulchan Aruch Shemi at and it's the Shulchan Aruch which guides the lives of every single year. That's where we know what to do, from the Beis Yosef Shulchan Aruch. is the San Still, so in other words, because he didn't die Al Kiddush Hashem, therefore we have the Shulchan Aruch, but yet his not dying Al Kiddush Hashem is seen as a punishment for him. Because as high as the connection to Torah is, the Vishasa's connection to Torah to But it doesn't compare to dying Al kiddush Hashem. That's an even greater connection to Hashem than a person's connection through Taira, even the Vish. is Mizaid, because when a person dies Al kiddush Hashem, that means that he gave his life for being a Jew, and that he should remain a Jew. Meaning to say, Ein Smith Hashem, one with Hashem. Dying means not willing to step away from Hashem. So Kiddush Hashem means expressing one's deep felt connection to Hashem. Expressing Miserus Nevesh for is your Miserus Nevesh for so, the Beis Yosef, having, if he would have died Al Hashem, that would have meant expressing his ultimate connection to Hashem, which is even greater than his connection to Torah. So, in the end, he was punished. That's what we call punishment that he got to express his connection to Torah by writing the Shulchan Aruch, but he did not get to express in this way, and this ultimate way, of expressing his connection to Kiddush Hashem. So we see, to Hashem, through Kiddush Hashem. So we see that the connection to, through Kiddush Hashem, from this story we see that the connection to Hashem of a Yid is even greater than his connection to Torah. So, first of all, it brings out that his connection to Yidin is even greater than his connection to the Torah. And the no- second point is this this unity, that this, this unity with the Yidin is for every single Yid. Nobody is left out of that. In is only in whatever his situation that yid may be, even a eagle, even if that yid is one of the people that made the eagle, and since it's, be, it's higher than, Therefore, the connection between Moshe Rabbeinu and that yid that made the eagle is not going to be disrupted just because that yid disrupted his connection to Taira by making the eagle. Kemayi Mechazal, and as uh, sages express this by saying, Avopishvachot Yisrohu, even though he sins, sins means disconnecting from the Torah. He still remains a Yid, which means he still remains connected to Hashem. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu, he is willing to give up his mesirus Nefesh for Torah, even for the Yid, which is worship the ego and that's also the meaning of this pasuk. If you are willing to forgive their the sin, is fine. But if not, then erase me from the Torah. If you consider the sin of the eagle to be so serious that Torah doesn't allow for any forgiveness for that sin. Hashem it's as if to say Hashem is willing but it's the guys downstairs that won't allow me in other words the Torah doesn't allow to forgive her for such a sin I am willing Hashem says because my connection to Eden is it penetrates you know goes even deeper than that but the Torah doesn't allow it so then if that's what Hashem is saying so then Moshe says back take me out of the Torah from Torah because then you see in a very obvious way the lila levush klau without anything else obscuring it, without anything getting in the way of it the essential connection that Moshe has with Yidin We've taken the Torah out of the mix. So now the connection is not through Torah anymore. The connection is directly from Moshe to the Yidn. And, and through this, the from And because of the connection between Moshe and the Yidn, therefore there's also a the connection between the Yidn and Hashem, or Hashem and the Yidn. Versus Heche from the Yeshaktos Meteira, which transcends the unity that comes through the lavush of Torah. And it's because there is that essential connection that transcends the connection between Hashem and the Torah, the Yidn and the Torah, and that's why we can get atonement for even the Egel, and therefore, once they've reestablished their connection with Hashem, and Hashem has forgiven them, of course, we will work our way back to the Torah we'll get back to our connection to Torah too but first there has to be the atonement which comes because there is a an essential connection between Hashem and the Yidin Moshe and the Yidin and therefore Hashem and the Yidin between or the, the reverse which allows for the Kapara to happen although the Torah wouldn't be able to tolerate that and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. If the Torah doesn't allow it, so then let's get the Torah out of the way, and let's establish a connection directly between me and the Yidin, between you and the Yidin, and then they will get their atonement, and then they'll be able to work their way back to Torah. So, based on all this, we can now understand the Sheikhs from what's the connection between this? Moshe Rabbeinu saying, "Erase me," and why it's expressed in this parasha, Tzav." Adi is sachtos for mit Ali Yidden. This connection that Moshe has with all the Yidden was is nachhechah from Torah, which is greater than his connection to Torah. Vazrik tzehuys in the bakashu mecheinim which is expressed by his saying, "Erase me from the Torah." Vert aroyz gebracht in them va'ata Tzavas b'nei Yisrael. It's expressed in this. You command the yidden. from the perushim in them is one of the explanations of these words is va'ata. Va'ata means the atzmi is for meisha, which means the essence of Moshe. As we said before, the kli said is mekasher machaber connects and attaches the tzava and Because we know that the word tzava, like mitzvah, means to connect and attach. That the yidden attach themselves to Hashem through the performance of mitzvahs. That's why they're called mitzvahs. So Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that connects Va'at HaTetzave Ali Yidin Tzazamin and Eim Etziyas Moshe Rabbeinu when he reaches into his essence when he, his essence is expressed it unites and connects all yidna, and makes them into one Mitzat Moshe mit Hashem from the levels of Moshe which are connected to his name which we said before is more external is And that name even refers to the Yechidah, which means the essence of the soul as expressed by the word Yechidah, because, because we know the Neshama has five names by which it is called. That's how we know the five levels of Nefesh Ruch, Neshama, Chay, It's called that the neshama is given five names. So we see that Ibn Yechideh, which describes the essence of the neshama, still is called a name. It's still only on the level of a name. The grecht the giluyim sholamayla. You can only reach what's called the giluyim, those things which are reflected or come from above. They're not the essence. They're things that come forth from the levels above. And those levels are not do not transcend Torah because we know that Torah itself is also called the names of Hashem the entire Torah is the names of Hashem and therefore from that level you can't reach that which goes so deep that it connects all the Eden as one because those are all giloyim, even Yechidish Venefesh reaches only to the level of names, and therefore it doesn't bring about the essential, the absolute connection between all Yidin. It's only when we say Va'ata, which reaches beyond names. Va'ata referring to Ramesh Rabbeinu to his essence as it transcends a name. We're not using names. The Atzmi is for Moshe, only that essential essence of Moshe. Vasis Hechev and which transcends any kind of name or description we're talking about that level of the essence of the Neshama which can't even be captured by calling it a name not even the name Yechide and this essence connects itself to the true Atta who is the true Atta? the true Atta is Hashem Himself Ata the atta which is from above, is part of the very essence of Hashem. It's only on that true essence which is the essence of Hashem himself, only that can be referred to as atta meaning something that is always present. Atta means it's there in front of you. What can, what can describe something that is always there in front of you, always present, other than Hashem, who is always present? Everything else is not always present. There is always something that somewhere or some level that they're not present in. What's present in every single situation, in every single level, everywhere, in every, all time, is the essence of Hashem. That's why you can always call it Ata. you can always point to it and say, yeah, it's present. And as expressed by the term the Shem Shemai and that the name of Hashem is always people are always referring to Hashem. And that is a that is a result of Hashem being present. That's an that's how we know that Hashem exists because it everyone always talks about Hashem, every society. Every, uh, every nation, you know the even backward nations that never saw anyone in anything, they also have a God. That's an expression of Hashem being present because everybody always talks about it. So this truly present, this true atta, the very essence, the true essence, which is Hashem himself paled the, referencing that expressing his essence, which is connected to the true essence of Hashem. That's what truly binds the yidden as one. A the and it includes even those Yidin which are the ones that actually made the eagle. In ein Metzias, and we all become one Metsias, even they're included into the body of the Jewish people when you look to that kind of essence. So that's why V'ata Tetzaveh expresses this essential connection, which brings together all Yidin, and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu is willing to defend them, because it expresses his essence, and therefore brings together all the Yidin. Everyone is defensible. Everyone is worthy of defending. To the point of mysterious Nefesh. And that's what also br- comes to the next point that is brought out in Vata which is that they should bring to you oil to light up a an eternal flame, because it would, you would you have the question, the The truth is that who lit the menorah in the Beis and in the Mishkan? It was Aaron. Then why do they have to bring the oil which is going to be used to light the menorah? Why does it bring brought to Meisher rather than to beer? So the explanation is written about this. of Aaron has the ability to have a positive effect on all those yidin which are termed lights. They are there, they're ready, they're willing, they're they're primed to light to shine like the lights of mitzvah and the light and the light of Torah. <speaking in Hebrew> those people that are serving Hashem, <speaking in Hebrew> but that, that leaves out all those people, the sinners and so on that are not ready for that. <speaking in Hebrew> but then when you bring the oil to Moshe to you to Moshe that he is the one that can bring together every single yid to be included in that one body of yid, and then this also is accomplished in every single yid. Even the most ordinary yid. This brings out the essence of their souls as well. And that's why it has to be brought to Aaron. Is not enough because he can only. Relate and bring out the best in those who are already willing to be a light, but those who are not, we need Moshe Rabbeinu to bring them into the to the fold as well. Zion. How PZ, that pnei chashtein. According to this, we'll also understand if shaychas ba'ata it's zon from Kodesh I said there. What this whole connection of ba'ata tetzavet Moshe Rabbeinu in his essence? What does it have to do with the general? thrust of this sedra, which talks about many different subjects. the farvet the sedra, and it's for this reason that the name of Moshe is not mentioned in this sedra, which talks about all those f- four different things. In the Gansha Sipov and Kohunas Aron is the sedra in their seder mudg- is mudgish in the whole discussion of the story of Aaron and his sons about their kayanim so the seder emphasizes in the seder it repeatedly mentions how even though we're talking about Aaron and his sons and their being kayanim and the jobs that they have to do it keeps referring that it, to the fact that it has to happen through moishe. the estate as it says in the passage right at the beginning of this discussion and you Moshe should bring close to you Aaron your brother that he should you'll appoint them to become a Kayin. in other words it's Moshe Rabbeinu that's making it all happen and you who Moshe Rabbeinu should make the garments that the Aaron your brother will be wearing in the in the Mishkan in this Aved uh, in the Mishkan the from Aaron and also in the whole training that they went through about how to do the different Avaidas in the of Migdash. For Aaron and his sons, Dafka all of that was done that Mesha Rabbeinu trained them how to do it. Be tell by Rukhandha Pasha as it's explained at length in this Parsha. But is, one of the explanations of why it's all going through Mesha is similar to what we said before about the lights of the Menoira when we talk about Aaron on his own his, his mission in life is that he's a Kayan, kayan gadol, and he has to protect and he has to bring out the holiness of the Mishkan that's what he does he works in the Mishkan to bring out holiness more and more and so on and therefore since he's completely involved in matters of holiness, his effect would also be on those people that are connected to holiness those people that serve Hashem who act in a holy way to those people that are obviously connected to the holiness of the Mishkan and the and the Besamigdash and so on, and to the Minoira. But because it's going to be Mashra Benu that's going to bring Aaron into the mission of Kuhun, and he's your brother, in other words, that establishes a connection between Aaron and Meisha as well. Lakan lead, that he are going to bring him to be the Kayan. Is Aram oif al, oif in ali yidna, and Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu infuses Aaron with the ability that he can now have an extended influence, not only on the people that are naturally inclined to be holy and are connected to it, but it should reach also to those Yidden which are which need Moshe's influence to bind all the Yidden together because of his essence from the time and that's also one of the reasons was gleich right after Aram was learned how to do the avoda, it says the And then now it talks about the mizbeach which on um, which they burnt the incense that was inside the oil ma'id. had It would seem that the mitzvah of, of describing how to make that mizbeach. The one that was inside the oilmaid gedaf shteim frir in Parshat Truma, it would seem that it belongs really to be uh, reported in Parshat Truma earlier. of mishkan. That's where all the Kliya mishkan were described. That's where they were told Moshe Rabbeinu told them how to make each one of the furnishings of the mishkan. the and even the mizbeach, the outer mizbeach, was also in Parshat so why does he leave the discussion about how to make the parasha to Tzavah? It seems out of place. But it's because this idea that the kuhun of Aaron has to reach to all Yidin that's also expressed in the idea of K'tairis. We see the same message from the, story, from the halachas of K'tairis. Okay, the chazal as sages tell us, as The, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, chazal tell us that a fast that is established in which the yidden uh, daven together, they went out into the street and they would daven over there. It was uh, you know to bring the yidden back and uh, closer to Hashem. But if they don't include the sinners amongst Jews in that community of fasting and davening it's not called a, it doesn't it's, it doesn't qualify as a fast day which is going to have that the effect that it needs to be because we know that chelbana was one of the uh, incense, one of the spices that they used in the so essentially chelbana doesn't have an, a pleasant odor it has an unpleasant odor Umana, and yet the Torah counts it as one of the spices which are included in what? which is called, you know, it was supposed to be a very pleasant smell, a thing that produces a, a very pleasant smell. Yet it included the unpleasant smell of the is Similar to what we said before. as The point is. And we have to include every yid, even the unpleasant uh, smelling ones. That's the point of K'tairis as well. In other words, continuing the theme of Atatetzave, why Moshe said Veheni, the difference between Aaron and uh, and Moshe in this matter. And more specifically... This is brought out in the Ktairis, which was one of the main avedis on Yom Kippur itself. So as it's done on Yom Kippur, the shtade b'siim b'chayzim as said, as it says at the end of the seder, a Arun al karneisiv, and Arun shall atone for you know on the four corners of the mizbeach. Achaz b'shana, once a year in that one day, that chosen day of the year, a chiper and he will atone, bring atonement for all generations. So. This idea that it brings atonement even for the sinners and so on is brought out on Yom Kippur even more. The Aveda was done on that uh, Mizbeyach. They sprinkled blood on the Mizbeyach. The idea of K'tairis is a uh, main uh, item. That's what uh, Arunah did in the, uh, the Khairish Gadashim and so on. Ches. The Fun Hot We also have a lesson, an incredible lesson in our service of Hashem from this. Asobi Meisher Rabbeinu is given great tzumavatazayna of an Eden Achinayla the Eichshibay. Just like Meisher Rabbeinu was willing to give up on something essential to him, his connection to Torah. Say for bun mitayra tzolib Yidden, and he did this because of his love, his connection to Yidden. And I fill of Har Oisya to even for those Yidden which had made the Egel is nach the after kamecha which is a greater, a deeper expression of love for Yidin, even than the pasuk of after lerecha kameicha. You shall love every yid like yourself. The kameicha for Moshe is the teira. What would be? You should love another yid like yourself. What's yourself to Moshe? His connection is love for teira. Zayn Gantzim Etsi Yizigiv Endorgimu Meitayda. was completely permeated by Teyda. That was his whole life. Is Moshe given greatsim Avata Zayn Avdim? So Moshe Rabbeinu was even willing to give up the Kameicha. He's willing to give up his Kameicha, which is Teyda. Kedei to Zayn an Eina Meididin in order to be one with the Yidin. Kailu Velcha Zayn Given and including even those, as we said before, that had disconnected themselves from Tayran. Al Er Al and so also him in his role as the faithful shepherd. He wanted and he wanted to, and he gave the ability to yid. Of a whole every any time and in any place, as a that every Yid should also be able to behave in this way, to be able to love a Yid even more than the Kameicha, even more than what is essential to that to you as a Yid. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. If Hashem is not willing to forgive their sin, the Bameila ash ashkhot lu and therefore Hashem said the ones that sinned i will take them out of the taita not you i'll take them out of the taita unde un elvet bleibt be sifra and meisher benu will remain in sifra yaimru lai meisher benu will remain in taita so then they'll say about me shalay hayisi kidai that i wasn't worthy of amaratchnish gebolt meisen ever because I was unwilling to defend them to the point of take me out of the Torah so it wasn't that was was didn't want them to talk bad about him they would embarrass him it would be embarrassing to him it was this is going to leave a lesson for the Yidden in every generation that there is a limit to how much you can defend the Yid if it goes against everything that you stand for everything that's important to you so then you don't have to love him anymore that's the impression Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't allow. That should come down to the generations. HaHayraham calls that, What is the lesson of all this? V'ezdarv zayim ba'viz kolechet ve'eched. How it has to be? In the how the yid has to serve Hashem. Says nishgenuv v'smahot avos israel. It's not enough that we have Ava and including even every Jew, whatever situation it may be. And the Ava is Kamuch, and it's not enough even that the love is just, you'd love him just as much as yourself. Nor is Misiris Nefesh, What's demanded is more than that. You have to be willing to sacrifice everything for another Yid. And not just for any Yid, but for every Yid and where is that love for every yid expressed it has to express itself in your willingness to be in a way that whatever it takes even those things which are essential to you you're, give, you're willing to give up for them